Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, I swear, like, you made the same, the same mistake in episode zero. English is hard, dude. Welcome to the first ever episode of Room 2250. I'm your host, Hayden Nadine, along with my co-host. Hi, I'm Chris McCarricker. I'm just going to change this chair because it's incredibly squeaky. So, Chris, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You know, just got some new mics for the, uh, for the podcast. One of them, unfortunately, doesn't work with our, you know, with our computer. We spent the past hour and a half. You know, this this one makes me feel bad. You know, I've had I've had computer you know programmer internships. I'm at U of T. You know, you're encountering like real smart people. We can't figure out how to use GarageBand in the course of two hours. <laughs> I honestly like if GarageBand was like super intuitive, I would get behind it. But it's like it's it's not like the fact that you can't convert stereo, stereo. to mono. Like yeah, it's like, seems like the most simplest thing. Whereas like Audacity, it's like literally one click. Yeah. I found that pretty ridiculous, but... So, you know, shout-outs to open-source software, shout-outs to Audacity, you know, great alternative to GarageBand. But GarageBand's free. But you can only get it on OS X, so... Oh, yes, that is true. That so is, is Audacity, true. so I don't know. Right. GarageBand actually kind of seems better, just it looks prettier, and Audacity doesn't look very pretty, so... No, it does. They definitely does. Uh, I mean, I mean, I guess that kind of sums up how I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I came out of work, I'm like... What have to do for like all right, record the podcast because then yeah. it took like an hour and a half to set up recording. Yeah, we, podcast. we were both pretty excited until uh, I mean, because we walked like we walked right before like you know a couple hours before like let's get some mics. We're gonna set this up. It's gonna be so cool. And then we just you know you know some of the the magic's kind of been lost now after two hours of trying to set up yeah. microphones. So today, Chris, no guests. That's right. That's right. No guests. It's just me and you today. Just uh, we're gonna. This, this entire episode kind of just could like introduce ourselves and then from future episodes we'll like I want to have at least a guest like every single episode apart from this one yeah uh, so we're gonna be doing this podcast bi-monthly bi-monthly yeah as right, in so as in every every two weeks every specifically. yeah every two weeks uh, so the first week obviously it's just us so we're gonna go through some basic questions Chris yeah. I'm gonna ask you first sure Chris, what do you do? So I'm a, I'm a computer science student. I'm going into my fifth and last year. Um, obviously, I'm a programmer. That's why I'm here, I guess. Unless, of course, you want to be an academic, which I'm not. Um, so yeah, I've just kind of been doing some internships. Now I'm just a full-time student. Looking forward to that. All right. So how about you, Hater? What do you, what do, you do? So I'm going to my final year at Rotman. Uh, so glad to say final year. Yeah. Uh, so what do I do? I'm... I'm Despite not being a CS student, I am treasurer of the Computer Science Student Union. Yeah. That's because I, I hang around, I guess you could say, like a lot of CS students. An honorary and, student. Honorary student. I hung around the CSU quite often last year. I'd say, like, a bit too much, actually. Yeah. But, uh, so, from there, I got involved. Well, that, that, that's something I think our listeners can relate to if they've been around the CSSU last year. Really, any time <laughs> is too much time, in my opinion. <laughs> It's it's kind of just a cesspool in a way, right? At least last year, I think I think this year's much better, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Like I mean, this year hasn't even started, but I, at least the reception from the summer's been it's a lot better. I've I've been impressed. You know, speaking as a largely third party, I haven't been really a part of things. Seeing that you guys posted a hackathon already, Frost seems really professionally done. The office is cleaner. Uh, yeah, that's pretty. Like true. the communication with the department is so much better. You know, like just the way we're handling food is just so much better. I don't know. I've been, I've been very impressed this year. All right. Uh, so Chris, what are your hobbies? So, you know, I started doing a couple more things recently, actually, uh, obviously this podcast, which I'm actually really enjoying. I started doing photography. I'm actually going to be 
hopefully at least the CSSU event photographer, at least. I mean, I think they actually have a professional that does it, but I'll be the kind of idiot just waving around the we, camera, hoping something good happens. You said someone in DCS, I believe, does D- it. DCS, DCS gets out people if they want professional photography. The okay. DCS, like, I think it was like only like the hackathon, they came in and took like 10 pictures. Okay. But, so, um, so, you know, I'll take probably like 100 pictures and then hopefully a couple of them are, are pretty good. We'll see at least. And uh, obviously, you know, I like programming. That's why I'm in the field. Uh, I don't want to say video games, but like, I think that's the secret shame of pretty much anyone with fear science. When someone asks what your hobbies, you're just like, uh, cause like, I think a lot of us just kind of hang out and play video games a lot. So thank God I started doing photography so I can say something, but you know, I definitely know how it feels just to be like, uh, video games. How about you anyway, hater? Uh, for me, like, I mean, this podcast has been taking a lot more time than I thought it would. Yeah. I was surprised. I didn't think it would be like that much. So I guess you could say, to be fair, I listen to a lot of podcasts anyways. Yeah. So, for me to get involved and make like start a, like another one. So what you're so, so what you're saying is your hobbies are video games. That's why you're, that's why you keep talking about this podcast so much. Uh, episode one to remind episode everyone. One, like, like <laughs> you'd be like it's thing about video games is that it takes a lot of time. Like it's a definitely a time sink. Yeah. So it doesn't leave a lot. I have to say that I've cut back on video games. Started reading a lot more. That's good. Yeah. Which I mean, like like when I, I remember when I was a kid, I used to read a lot. Yeah. And now I've tried to make that more often. I've started running as well. Uh, I, That's I good, yeah. You know, I remember you mentioning, too, you're just going to the gym more, too. You've lost a lot of weight. I was packing a bit too much over the summer. I'm like, all right, maybe start running. And I'm going to say, like, I actually enjoy running. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, even, like, running inside or even indoors, it's, it's not that bad. It's not bad. Like, at first, I thought I hated it. But I'm like, man, it's not bad at all. It's kind of relaxing. It's kind of like your own time, too. You kind of put headphones, listen to music or whatever, couch to 5K if you're, yeah, yeah. If you're doing a program. It's just kind of your time. Like, you know, no one else can get really get into that. Yeah. It's kind of nice. There's no raging or flaming like on League. <laughs> All right. Wait, just uh, since we're on the topic, uh, kind of about what, what our podcast is going to be about. So, you know, shout outs to one of the students who asked, is this going to be a nerd culture podcast? Hopefully not. I mean, we are kind of nerdy people, but the main goal of this is to mainly talk about kind of life as, as U of T, what's like to be a U of T student, what's like to be a student in Toronto. That's going to be kind of the main focus of the podcast. Video games will be kept to the bare minimum, hopefully. I, I don't, like, yeah, like, again, when we bring on, like, a lot of these guests, a lot of these guests will be, I should have maybe specified, like, a handful of them will be alumni for sure, or even current students, but most of them, I want them to be faculty. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. And so, like, when you bring a faculty, I'm not going to, like, talk about Overwatch to, like, faculty, you know? Like, it's going to be mostly around center at school. So, I mean, like, it's going to be hard to, like, separate nerd culture from computer science, but at the same time, it's, like, that won't be like I don't think we'll ever gravitate towards that as a topic. I just uh, you know I think it's there's there are a dime a dozen too. I don't think there's really many you know student life podcasts, especially in Toronto and especially at U of T. I think you've done some research. You said there's basically none. Uh, there yeah there was there was one there were like a few handful of podcasts that came out of U of T. One of them was related like related to like the history department. Yeah. So they like and that was just interviews like you ask a handful of questions and then it was like completely edited but it wasn't like a talk show. Uh, the second one was, I believe it was, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I don't know what it was entirely about. It was just a podcast. You said it was like math or something, right? Yeah, it was, it was, it was math, but like, you know, like they were like recording while walking, like it was just kind of done every, like literally you could hear footsteps. Like they were like, they're talking about their, I'm like, you know, do they record this on your iPhone? Like, like, and I'm sure that's probably what happened. I thought it was actually not bad. It's pretty good, but I'm not sure. I can't say it was about U of T or life at U of T. Yeah, that's fair. So I guess that's that's kind of our niche. If anyone's wondering, uh, I guess you know if you want to talk about upcoming uh, hosts right now, because you know kind of kind of ruin the flow of our our podcast. Uh, so yeah, so I actually like we should mention our next guest 
we'll officially announce it on Facebook, but like yeah. our next guest is going to be Francois Pitt. Yeah. So the DCS chair for undergrad. So definitely listen to that. If you have any questions for Pitt also, you know, you can send them into us. We'll be more than happy to, I mean, as long as they're appropriate, you know, if they're, if they're not bad questions. Like if they're a good question, we'll probably ask them it. Yeah. Like for that, like, yeah, you can either send the CSU a Facebook message or when we make the post, you can comment there. However, if you like, but we're going to go into the final question. Yeah. Uh, so what are your plans for the year? So, I, you know, I have a couple goals. Obviously, I'm trying to finish up. I, I actually got a, uh, a job offer, so I don't have to worry about too much of that. I was working at a company during the summer. I guess they, they like me, so they gave me an offer. So, you know, this year is, is very much about me, what I want to prove. Obviously, I want to get better at programming. That's, I think that's, that's kind of a thing, especially people in their last few years. Like, I think a lot of people start feeling like they're almost falling behind a lot of them. And you feel like, you know, you got you have to keep up. Or even if you aren't, like, falling behind, you kind of feel like, I need to be better. So I'm definitely feeling that. I've definitely been feeling that for the past couple of years. So I'm going to focus on basically being the best programmer I can be. As well as I want to get better photography. I've been really enjoying it. You know, I bought a nice camera recently. I'm hoping this event photography stuff for CSU works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, bettering myself that way, too. I guess that's my goals. What about you, Hater? For plans of the year, like, again, it's like, uh, main goal is honestly just get through school. Like, I can't. Like, I just, like, uh, you know, going to final year, I should say it's fifth year, not fourth year. So I'm doing my fifth year, you know, like, so it's just like, right, I want to get through that. But I also want, like, other goals. I want to be able, like, I want to finish, like, three books. Like, not textbooks, three books like, yeah. by myself. And I'm not talking about, like, 100-page book, Like, you know, three, 400-page books. Hopefully like, something good. Like something, yeah, something good. Um, what are you reading right now, actually, since we're on the topic? I'm reading uh, Thinking Fast and Slow. Yeah, what tell, what's that, you know, what's kind of that about? What's, what's, what's intrigued you about this book? Uh, it's like a, so it's not like a fiction book, right? It's, like, it's a okay. novel. Okay. It's, it's just, so it's just like, a, it's just a psychologist. I forgot his name. But uh, he talks about how the brain works and how they're like two different parts of the brain. Yeah. So one's like, you know, like what's two times two? It's four. Yeah. Like, you don't have to think. The answer you just know it, right? right? Right. If you talk about 17 times 15, chances you are you have to think about that. Yeah. You talk. Like, so if you're walking, suppose imagine you're walking and somebody throws you that question, you're going to stop walking. Yeah. That's because your brain's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't do too. Yeah. Like, you know, you drop everything. So it, it goes really into depth about that. And I have to say, it's actually, there's a lot of intriguing stuff about it. Like, uh, so suppose you're hungry, you're going to perform bad. Really? Yeah. So if you're like, so heads up before you go to an exam, probably 30 minutes before, you're going to get your sugar levels up. Because otherwise, that's good. That's good you, your brain's just like, nah, I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. So it's just it's stuff like that it, that you just kind of like read about. I'm like, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Okay. So I, I, I want to read more books like that. You know, kind of better myself. Uh, I want to be able to run like seven uh, k by the end of the year. I guess I guess you know for for hopefully recurrent viewers or listeners. They'll be able to kind of see your progress. Then when we talk about this every every couple of weeks, every couple of weeks. So how many kilometers can you run? Three, eight, or you know, well, I'm solid three. What you know? So you're at, you're at three right now, though. I can run. Yeah, I want to read. I want to run seven, like straight. But like, I want to give a time frame of maybe forty to forty five minutes. Right yeah. now, I can do three kilometers. No, I can do like three four kilometers, like in between there. In, okay, in thirty minutes. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think. So I want to up it, to like that pace. So, we'll see. I'm, you know, I'm actually interested about this since we're talking about it. Uh, obviously, you've gotten more fit recently. Like, have, what kind of like personal benefits have you found, especially in, in the context, I guess, of a student? You know, like if if that means focus, that means you just you know you can you can stay awake longer. I can stay awake longer. It's not it's not even staying awake longer. Like it kind of does have more energy. You know, when you wake up, sometimes you're just tired and exhausted. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen anymore. I have to say that's the one thing. Yeah. 
Because that's, that's something I'm, I'm guilty about this too, you know, just being a U of T student is, it's really easy to just fall into this kind of pit of not exercising. And, and I'm still kind of in that pit. Uh, at least I admit it, I guess. But uh, yeah, where people don't really take care of themselves and it kind of, I think, you don't, you don't notice it, but I think it can really hurt your performance in a lot of different ways. Like, you know, if it just means being more tired by, by not exercising. And I think a lot of, you know, it can, it can, like a lot of students kind of fall into that trap. I'd say 100%. I mean, coming into like first year, you forget to realize how active you actually were in high school. Yeah. Like you think about a high school, like you're like, oh, I was really active. Like chances are you're probably walking everywhere. You were like, yeah. doing a lot of things and like, and you were eating better food because you're eating, you're eating food at home. Guess what? Chances are it probably, you know, is like garbage. You, you start living by yourself. You stop cooking. You start eating from outside. Boom. Yeah. Since, since we're talking about this, actually, I remember I, I've read about how basically any, any not home cooked food or maybe not even restaurant, but any, any packaged food at least, which students eat a lot of has so much sodium, you know, even if you sat down and made a meal, even if you just kind of poured the salt on like crazy, you wouldn't match the sodium just because, you know, home cooked meals don't have that much. So, you know, no matter how healthy you think you can be a lot of the time, chances are you're eating cracker than you think too. Yeah. It's not good. So those are our plans for the year. So some housekeeping. Yeah. There's only one bit of housekeeping. So September 9th, this coming Saturday. It's frosh. It's frosh. So anybody who signed up, I believe, I think, it's, I think signups are done. I want to say it's probably you know we're we're recording this. What is it? September first, I think. Second. September second. Seven 2nd. days. Like it's I, I, signups are probably signups probably right. done. But if you're listening to this and you signed up, you better show up. But there's also there's a rumor, Chris. Okay. What's the rumor? It's a hot dog man. A hot dog man. Have you seen it? I haven't. Yeah, I know. I haven't seen him either. But rumor has it that if you go into the bay and washroom and whisper hot sausage three times. The where, where did this stupid rumor come from? I've never heard this rumor. I've been, here, I've been here for four years. It, you know, but Chris, things happen. I guess so. So I guess, you know, to all our listeners, if we have any new students that are going to get frosh, you know, give it a shot. See what happens. See what happens. You might be, you might have a surprise in store. Right. So I was curious. That. So before we get into topics, I want to go quickly, not quickly, but like through some news. Yeah. So, uh, apart from, like, boring stuff, like, I don't, like, apart like from minus politics, stuff. you know, uh, I don't want, like, I get, like, there was Hurricane Harvey, which, like, I hope everybody, it sounds like it wasn't wait, too I want to, I want to point out that before this podcast, Hater specifically told me, I'm not going to bring up Hurricane Harvey. It, I wanted I, to say, like, <laughs> you specifically you know? told me that. Yeah, I, I did, I, but I just want to, you know, like, I hope uh, anyone, because there were actually, like, I was working earlier today, and somebody from Austin, Texas was there. Yeah. And they said it wasn't too bad in Austin, but they said Houston was tarnished. I heard even in certain cities, like, uh, it, like you know, some half of it, are, like, perfectly fine. Maybe a little bit of rain, the other halves are just, just destroyed. Well, when we had that flood in Montreal, it was kind of like that. Montreal wasn't, like, okay. Laval was apparently destroyed. Yeah. Uh, the rest of Montreal was like, ah, whatever. Yeah, I mean, that happens sometimes. Yeah. So, anyway, to, to more, hopefully, local news. Local news, yeah. So, next up, hopefully, more local news. Uh, U of T has, like, zero news. Like I, I was, I was looking at like reading the varsity, and I'm like, well, not non-political news, but non-political uh, news. We'll, so stay, we'll, we'll stay out of there. We'll stay out of there. So you know, so the first bit of news is that, so Alibaba, in China, is releasing a facial facial recognition system to pay for your food at restaurants. Wait, wait, wait. There's Alibaba in China. Of course, I had, it's I, Chinese. Alibaba's Chinese. You you didn't know that? I had no idea. Alibaba's Chinese, but it's about like China's. I, 
one of his, their richest billionaires. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's the second or third. Is, is it's Ali, Jack Ma. Is Alibaba Chinese cuisine? I swear it was like it was Mediterranean, Middle Eastern. Not that. Cuisine. No, Alibaba, the online retail shop. Not oh. Alibaba, the shawarma place in Toronto. Well, you know, I live in Toronto. Like, that's what I'm more familiar with. I just said in China. Yeah, okay. Well, well so I mean, I'm like, there's Alibaba in China. What? No, no, no. This was like, this was rough. No, no, Alibaba. Like, I, I know I know the store. They yeah. have like, you know, you get like a like a computer for like three bucks. Yeah, like, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so they're studying in Chinese restaurants. They're studying facial recognition pay, which is okay. like, so you walk and you're paying, they scan your face and just kind of charge your credit card. Great. Which that's, is, that's kind of a... I guess convenient, but a little scary, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, that's pretty weird, dude. That is pretty weird. That database with people's faces and the credit cards, like, it just, like... That is pretty weird. Yeah. I mean, like, I feel... I'm sure, like, it's... We're only one step away from that here. In terms of, you know, scanning your face. I just guess we haven't put the credit card to the face. <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe we have, and we just don't know, you know? We just don't know yet. Uh, second bit of news is... Uh, so, the FCC, which is the Federal Communications Center? Something. Something. I, I, it was FCC, right? The guys who monitor like uh, internet yeah. and television. This the is United this States is for America. yeah US yeah. Yeah, so um, they just closed the loophole. Now usually I'm like I don't really care close about this loophole, but they had yeah. a loophole on their website that basically allowed any person anybody to open up their API and upload whatever they wanted, including malware. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so they were this like, is, this, so this, so this is like. That's a mess. That's it's the FCC I, as well. These are these are the internet regulators. <laughs> They're regulators. They, they have on their website. I remember recently too. Like I, I don't know if it was if it was you know someone in the FCC or not. You know, there's always rumors talking about how like they were just getting like spammed though with like anti uh, open internet messages. You remember this? Oh yeah, with this? the against. You talk about against the uh, net yeah, neutrality. True, true or not? I just think this speaks you know kind of poorly for FCC. It's the FCC, man. I don't know. That's. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty funny. That is, that's ridiculous. I yeah. can't believe that. <laughs> um, and, uh, so Amazon is getting sued. And they're getting sued because they send out their Eclipse glasses, except a guy who got them got a faulty pair. So when he oh. looked in the, into the Eclipse... So he, his eyes are just done. His eyes are like screwed. And the thing was that apparently Amazon like sent a recall notice for these glasses, <laughs> except the guy didn't get it. So, so I guess we'll see. I mean, I, I have a hunch Amazon might just win that because uh, they're Amazon. They have a lot of I, money. I think it's it's gonna. They might try to sell it out of court, which I think is a probably smart probably way to do. Yeah. But like the thing is that if that, you send out, if you though. did whatever you could, like if you send out a recall notice, you really try to tell people no, no, to give it back. That's not really. That's terrifying too, because you know uh, during the eclipse, there like around Toronto, there were a lot of uh, fault, not faulty, the fake fake pairs going around. Like a lot of companies, or not companies, but small stores, or I guess maybe people in the street. I, I, to be honest, I didn't see it. I just read about it. We're selling like non-functional Eclipse glasses as if they were functional. So you think, you know, I got mine from, from Best Buy. And you think, to be fair, my, mine worked. My eyes are fine. So shout outs to Best Buy. You know, didn't do anything wrong. But you think kind of a big distributor, that's where you can trust. Like when someone's like, are these, are these legit? I'm like, yeah, I bought them at Best Buy. So knowing that, like saying me saying, yeah, I bought them on Amazon. Like, you know, they were, they were officially sold from Amazon and them not working. Like that's... I guess this happens though, right? Like, this happens sometimes. You know, everyone makes mistakes. It's like, yeah, but like, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought, I, I'm like, I don't want to laugh, but like, I kind of <laughs> like, It just was, it's kind of funny, right? Yeah. Like, you know? Well, I guess like, it's not me. It's a little bit. <laughs> it's not me. Um, the, the thing about that lawsuit is the, like, you can sometimes get temporary damage. So if this guy goes through all the process of a lawsuit and then two weeks later, he's like, oh, my eyes are fine. Crap. But like, if, you, if you still got, like, if you still, right? For temporary like, blindness? If you got temporary, if you got temporary blinded, like that's no. still like, you yeah. know, you, that's, 
Like, a company I guess so. sold you something that was completely faulty. I guess, yeah. I feel like, yeah, I couldn't see for two weeks. It was a pretty legitimate reason to sue. <laughs> Our hobbies have gone away from games completely. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, the risk of the real, the real meat of our podcast right here. <laughs> Uh, so another bit of news is that there's a selfie app that's coming out that will recognize pancreas cancer. What? Selfie. I, I don't know. I, it's, so apparently there's to find out if you have pancreas cancer, there's signs on your face. Okay. So the thing about pancreas cancer is that it's like one of those rare cancer types that if you, if you do not catch it in early ages, which is like kind of like all cancer, but this one specifically, if you don't capture it, if you don't know what's happening, then your chances of survival are... Low. How, so wait, interesting how, how, enough, it's the same type of cancer that kills Steve Jobs. Okay. And I want to mention, Steve Jobs in his infinite wisdom said no to chemotherapy and went for yeah, traditional means. Yeah, I know. Well, that's, he was he was weird in that way. I, I have a question for you about the startup though. How many times do you think they pivoted? Where that's that's what ultimately their product <laughs> ended on. A selfie app for pancreatic. I guarantee they did not start there. No, hundred percent. No one. That's no one's passion. It's like I'm going to start a company where you can take your pictures yourself. And on top of that, I'm going to save like. It's a nice, it's a nice thought, but like that's like a very weird, specific thing I'm to see. I'm pretty sure it said like, well, let's see what type of diseases you can find from like taking a picture, and they probably went through like a thousand diseases, and they're like, we found one that kind of works. Probably gonna use that app pretty regularly, to be honest. I'm kind of like a. Like, I mean, if if I had the chance, I'm, I'll give it a shot. Like yeah. I'll probably do it every like one month. I think if you're taking selfies anyways, it doesn't matter. Exactly. You better have good filters. I literally think it's just the same thing. <laughs> same thing. Uh, so next bit of this Canadian news, which Great. is good. All right. So the University of Mac, Mac Ewan. Okay. It's like M A C E W A N. Where is it? Where's it from? Edmond, Alberta. Okay. Got scammed out of twelve million Canadian dollars. From what? So apparently somebody sent them an email saying, Hey, we're the bank. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? They're like it was like ten profs, like, yo, we're the bank. Uh, some details have changed. You need to like sign yourself in, get this done. You'll get taken of everything else. Twelve million USD. It was like seven million pounds. You learned that like when you're fourteen. Not just. Are you kidding me? I thought it was. I thought it was. I'm like, this is a university. Like, yeah. You know. Like you know. So don't don't go there. I guess you, you know, know for any of our. Don't get, You know, like at least at UFD, it's the students who get scammed coming here. But yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> your profs are getting scammed. Yeah. yeah like I, I would lose a lot of faith in my school. If, I, I hope that happens at UFD that they don't tell us. You know. I'm assuming that hasn't happened, so thank God that I go to U of T, I guess. All right. So the last bit of news is, I guess it's kind of political, but anyways, there was a anti-vacciner guy. Okay. In the United States who was trying to get into Australia, except the Australian government's like, no, you're not getting a visa. <laughs> Just like denied him completely, which yeah. is like, that's pretty unheard of, right? Yeah. So, and I thought it was, at first I'm like, good. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm glad, right? But... At the second, I'm like, how is it still a thing? How is anti-vaccine still a thing? Well, like, we've got, gotten rid of polio in virtually most countries. I mean, it came back, though, like, this whole... The, okay, but it came back because people stopped getting yeah, vaccinated. Yeah, I know, I know that's like, why. It's... Uh, I don't know. I just think, I think when people kind of live in, you know, certain communities, like, you know, if you're if you're only talking to, whatever, 100 or so people, or, or even more, but, like, you know, there's certain authority figures you're going to listen to more, sometimes your parents, uh, people in your community. If they're all saying one thing, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not about intelligence. Like I obviously, I'm, I'm obviously pro-vax. I, I know you are too, but you know, if you're your whole life, someone's telling you that vaccines are going to hurt you, they're going to do X and Y, you know, that, that's why these things happen, I guess. And they get, and they get perpetuated then. So that man probably had a kid or something, told the kid the same thing. And in the future, the kid's probably going to believe it. And I, I remember reading this. It's very hard to change someone's beliefs. 
Oh, yeah. Even even if you present them logical facts, they're they're not going to change their mind. But my biggest thing is that a lot of these people were like are educated. It's not uneducated people doing this. This is like educated people. My my other big problem with this is that it is like not problem, but like a, a certain stance. I think it's actually it was Australia again, I believe. They wanted us if your kid wasn't vaccinated, you can't come to school. I think that's I think it's a good system. One hundred percent. I mean, because well, because you know, like uh, there's kids that can't get vaccinated, like for for medical reasons, yeah, they yeah. actually can't. That's, that's that's an exception. That's no, but what yeah. I'm saying is that's uh, that's so much of the reason why vaccines are so important because uh, you know, yeah yeah exactly you know if most if 98 percent of the people are are immune the two percent that can't get vaccinated for health reasons probably won't get hit with the with the virus either because it won't spread and that's why that's why these things are so important if you have someone who's not vaccinated that can't spread the virus they go to school and more and more people do that then you end up you know more people can actually contract polio for example <laughs> man. Uh, all right, that's all the news. So uh, well, I, have, I have a little something to add. Uh, recently, for all you U of T students, near the the entrance to Kensington Market, right on College, uh, Osmos has opened up, which is a uh, it's it's not it's not cheap, but it's not too pricey. They have shawarma. It's kind of I I grew up in Mississauga. It's a it's a suburb kind of near Toronto, and that that's kind of that that was the the hot spot to go to if you want a shawarma. And they're actually pretty good. So they opened up if you want like. You know, shawarma place nearby. I actually like it a lot. You know, Hater actually just had it right before the podcast. You know, if you have any thoughts about it, it's pretty good. I gotta like it's. I gotta say, Laziz is also pretty good. Where where's Laziz? Laziz on Spadina. So it's on Spadina, about like op not opposite the AC. It's like opposite Robarts. Okay. Right. Uh. So if you go opposite like the Robarts side. Oh right, right. I know and, what you're talking about yeah. now. So it's kind of like Osmos, but like yeah, if you're uh especially if you're like a Misaga native. Yeah. You know what we're talking. Yeah, like, you know it's uh, it's some good shawarma, and if you haven't tried it, give it a shot. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I remember I went with you once last year. It, it is pretty good. Uh, wait times, I remember being kind of long. Yeah, the wait times were pretty long. But it is, but it is worth it, and it's not pricey by any means. So, no. you know, check it out. I'm sure most of you like shawarma. So, and if you don't, what, you know what's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, I'm I don't. Give I don't. You some bad news. Uh, come to UFT and not like shawarma. There's a lot of shawarma places around here, actually. There are, and there are, a lot of them are like most of them are good. Yeah, there's the one, there's the one right, right on college, like right off. Um, Quick Peter. Yeah, it's and it's uh, that's the one right off St. George in College. Oh wait, St. George in College. I, I don't. Oh remember. no, wait, no, St. George. Yeah, it's Quick Peter. Yeah, and that, that place. I mean, it's not. It's not gonna blow blow your mind, but. That I place mean, is okay, but it's, like it's if okay. you have Osmos and Laziz next but, to you. But you're forgetting one thing. Osmos is a five minute walk longer, and there's just days where you're like, no. I want something that is literally right at my door. That's why I always used to eat at um, what's what's that place that's right on Saj. The Saj, the Saj. I actually like that place. I'm gonna shout that out. It's okay, and you don't feel gross eating that eating food no. from there. So you know, maybe check that out. I th- I just the only thing about that place is that like Asian guy who works there who speaks with an Italian accent. Yeah. That just throws like I just yeah I was like, I was always pretty confused about that. I was thinking like maybe you grew up in Italy that's fine. That might like, be maybe maybe he's half Italian or something. It's possible. Like, it's still kind of throws. I remember where yeah the way he says like cheese pizza and stuff. Yeah, yeah uh, it's like what does he say? It's like chicken parmesan. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What do you voice maybe, that maybe, from Mario? Maybe. Like? maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's the owner, I think. I bet you the owner. Don't, don't no, 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 no. It's all what I'm saying. I mean, it, like, if you hear someone with an accent, sometimes it rubs off on you a bit. You hear, like, an Asian guy, like, <laughs> like go to, like, Asian guy working at Arab store, and just like, here's your shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> my, well, my dad, my dad is, like, a, he's, like, a Scottish guy, Scottish-Irish, but he grew up in Canada. He's born here. Uh, he, my, my mom is kind of, not, not Italian, it's Maltese, which is 
very close to Italian and he kind of hung around with a lot of Italian people and every time he hangs out with Italian people he just gets the heaviest Italian accent <laughs> it just becomes Italian yeah so so it happens right like I guess that's that, that's maybe why fair I don't enough know. in that case alright alright so today's topic I'm gonna say it's 30 minutes then I thought it'd be a short episode well you know I, let's talk, I think we've kind of already started talking about today's topic you know throughout yeah, the podcast that is too so the first the first question about the top so the topic is life at U of T yeah which I guess we've been, I guess specifically U of T St. George, because yeah. that's, that's, that's where we are. That's, where, that's we are. where the podcast is kind of oriented towards. So the first question about the topic is, sure. what is the number one mistake students make when coming to U of T? Downtown, to Rip T. Yeah. Okay, well, downtown U of T. I, guess, I guess the biggest thing is not, not going out enough, uh, which I guess, I, guess I, I was always kind of thankful I did. I, I kind of met the right kind of people where they would kind of show me around the city but at the same time, it's very easy as a computer science student to just just hang out in Bayhan. You know, you don't you don't leave Bayhan, especially during the school year when you're busy. You just you just don't care, right? During the school year, it's very easy to just sit there and kind of not experience new things. And I think so many people are missing out on things. Not going to clubs is one of them. A lot of, there's a lot of good clubs. There's a lot of good opportunities. You know, here we are hosting a podcast, uh, kind of finding new restaurants, new areas. I think, Hater, you were kind of telling me about this, actually. You didn't, you didn't, Kensington Market's right, right around the corner, but the first time you really went there was sometime this year, right? Yeah, I like Kensington, so, like, Kensington Market is, like, this place that's uh, on Spadina, and it's just its own small niche. I think it's, like, a block or two, like, two, three blocks square, yeah. you know, like, whatever. And it's just probably, like, if you ever had to look at the best food in Toronto, like, I can assure you that... Some of it's there. Some of it. A lot of it would come from Kingsington, including... But, like, there's a lot of places. Everything from burgers to jerk chicken. And the most fascinating thing about, like, again, about Kingsington Market for me was that I didn't discover it until fourth year. Yeah. Four years in. Yeah. And, you know, it's not that I didn't walk around Toronto. I used to walk around Toronto a lot. Like, you know, like, every... Like, you know, down Young Street, I could probably name you half the restaurants that are going out there, like, before I even get there. You know, even down at Bayfront, I've been there, everything. So, it's... I definitely agree. Uh, you can easily miss out on exploring the city, and that's a huge mistake, I think. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Like, uh, as the first year, what did you feel like you kind of did wrong? First year, what I I think first year what I did, what did wrong was not get involved with a lot of student clubs at U of T. Yeah, I, I have to say I agree. It's like, I mean, the thing is that first year, I'd say, is out of all the years, I don't want to say the hardest, but it's definitely the most, you have to adjust to school. For sure. And also, uh, for mo- like all computer science students, and for all, like if yeah, suppose you're not a computer, suppose you're in Rotman, suppose uh, you're in any program that requires a cutoff. Yeah. You're you're just gunning for that cutoff. Yeah, yeah. Especially, right? I think the CS one right now is something crazy, like eighty two percent. Eighty two might even be higher now. Ooh, so we can ask Francois that question. Well, if he's comfortable with that, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to put anyone on the spot, but yeah. I, I definitely do want to hear. You know, here's here's his thoughts on that. Yeah. But no, like, obviously, like like Rotman is like I think we have three different requirements for three different courses. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's like sixty-seven for a few of them and sixty-five for one of them. It's, it's like, and then the class average around there. So obviously, you're like in a lot of pressure. And coming yeah. from high school, you never have that. High school, chance are if you came to UFD, your average was above ninety, maybe yeah. a bl- bit below ninety. But you know, you're probably looking at anywhere from the eighty-five to hundred. Yeah, that was yeah. your average, right? Yeah. You come to UFT? Well, that's what at UFT is kind of is kind of just it's a it's just an area basically where everyone had 85, 95 kind of averages 
school and then you know that eventually that like getting that in high school that's the average person here right yeah which is kind of interesting because sometimes you kind of see these people and you're like i don't know how you came to the school <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know how you're here you're like you hear you're like you hear them talk like what type of school you go i went to private school and that explains a lot <laughs> yeah no i mean no i mean i'm not saying private schools are I'm just saying, like, there are certain schools that kind of give like you, you, have, you have to backtrack, backtrack now a little bit. Like, it but on. private school or not, there's just there's just some people who are just like, you're, like, I don't know, like, I'm not sure how you're here. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know how you're smart enough to be at the school. There's just a lot of, a lot of people that, you know, talk kind of uh, unintelligently. And I'm not saying we talk smart. Like, I mean, you can hear this podcast. We're not, we don't, we, people in you know, locally speaking, we don't, we don't talk, like, academically. Those people, you're just like, what? When what? you hear them talk, you're just... Yeah, no, I definitely agree. You know, speaking about this club thing, too, um, one of the big things going from high school is when you're in high school, there's just two things. A, you're probably not going to find too many people that kind of have the same interest in you. And uh, in reverse, I don't think in a lot of ways, uh, in terms of uh, interest, high schools are necessarily very diverse. Sometimes they get kind of cliquey. Even if they're not cliquey, people just don't have the most uh, eclectic interests. And that's, that's, that's two things I think clubs do awesome. It allows you to meet people that kind of have similar interests in you, like the same things as you, which is something coming to, to U of T, I never really had. I had a little bit, you know, some of my friends kind of like the same things, but not people that kind of thought very similar to me, which is cool. And on the flip side, you get to meet people who are just so different from you in every way, their interests, their hobbies, you know, their culture and, to, and stuff too. U of T is a pretty, like a culturally diverse place, which is really good because you kind of get to see so many parts of the world. So yeah, don't, don't, don't not go to clubs. You know, make sure you go to clubs yeah, if you can. Like, the one thing you'll learn about UFD is that, especially when you compare to other universities, the sheer size. Yeah. It's ginormous. It's huge. It's humongous. And in that sense, uh, we talked about this earlier. It's like the amount of clubs that are just available at UFD are insane. There's some, there's some like crazy ones too. Like, uh, not crazy, but I mean, just like we have a beekeeping club, I think. I think I think a couple people in CSU actually have, have been to it. There you go. Stuff like that. Like, you know, you're not going to find beekeeping everywhere else. So you like, can, yeah. It's just that if you look for it, go out on club day. Like, I don't, not, don't go every single year, but go out on this year, especially. If you're first year, go for it. You might find something you really like yeah. and get involved. Uh, I know, like, obviously, you're going to get into a lot of pressure. And the thing about these, a lot of these clubs, you don't have to commit. Like, they're, they're students with you. They know that you have a student schedule. Yeah. Right? It's not that you well, know, well, it's some, ride or die. Some of them are, though. Some of them, honestly, not, not many, but I, I mean, think. If you want the president of a club, then yeah, maybe you have a lot of commitments. But... No, but I mean, I think certain clubs. They, they do want they do expect people to show up it's not not too many I, th- I think like at least in certain years like the origami club they're pretty they can be pretty serious uh, no. like because because they they they're they're a very like you know talented club they have a lot of talented members they they kind of want want to hit the ground camera running sometimes okay um I, i'm sure they're open to new members i'm not I'm not trying to say don't, don't join it but uh they do want you to show up they're definitely one of those clubs and some clubs some clubs kind of have a schedule so not not every club is lenient but you has a schedule okay I, I guess a lot of clubs are very lenient on their schedules. Uh, but don't, anyway, don't don't let that not, you know, scare you off. Just, you know, keep an open mind. Make sure when you're, you know, talking to the the people at Club Day, I think it's called. Club Day, yeah. Make sure, make sure to talk about what they expect out of their members too. Because uh, sometimes, sometimes you don't realize the club's for you until you kind of talk to the people. And sometimes you don't realize you think the club's perfect and they're kind of expecting something that you're not expecting. Can you Google when Club Day is? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I just want to give like a shout out to Club Day because I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, so I think those were solid. I think those were solid uh, inputs about what people mistake. I mean, yeah, the mistake about clubs, in my opinion, is and going out. Those are two big things. 
because uh, it's very easy to be isolated at UFT. So, so club day apparently actually is September seventh. So that's that's Thursday. That's Thursday. So if you're listening, I believe we're getting this podcast out on uh, on Sunday tomorrow, September third. Yeah. So you know, make sure make sure to go out to that. Honestly, even if you're not a first year, you, like I don't think what people do is they get comfortable. They saying, I've been here. I kind of know the game. I did this too. I know what UFT is like, and you don't. There's, it's a huge campus. There's just so much. There's so much to it. You could possibly know it all. So just because you're a second year, just because you're a third year, doesn't mean you shouldn't go to club. Day. For, for reference, I joined the CSU in my fourth year. Yeah, right? which was a huge mistake, obviously. <laughs> it's a giant waste of time and effort. But no, uh, like yeah, exactly. Just just get just go out. Because yeah, again, I, I was like, it's easy to get isolated here. You don't want to be isolated in this. Yeah, in the city, it's just like because there's a lot of opportunities, a lot of different people. Go out, have some fun. Obviously, focus on school, but uh, you know, there's just make time for yourself as well. For sure, for sure. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, don't don't make your whole life a ball of stress. I mean, I know you have, people have to work hard, but it's it's just no way. You know, you're only be young once. You're, you're like you're only gonna be in school probably once. You know, don't don't make your whole life just reading textbooks and stuff. I mean, make sure you do your work, obviously, but give, give yourself balance, give yourself you time, and give yourself people time. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. All right. Second thing. Things you recommend doing in Toronto. Things I recommend doing in Toronto? I would say, I think we mentioned it, check out Kensington Market. They, they tend to have kind of interesting events. Uh, actually, yesterday it was. I went to a, or it might have been two days ago, I went to like a, a garage concert for a cover band of an instrumental hip hop artist called called Ujabe. Some of you I'm sure are familiar with him. And that was really cool. So I think there's like a lot of, we actually have a pretty good music scene in general, actually, especially if you're kind of into indie music, if you're into, I think, jazz. We have a lot of cool jazz clubs. Go check those out. Go see what, uh, if there's any kind of music you're into that, that kind of matches it. Go check out new music. You're, you know, you're only young once. You're only at school once. This is the kind of time to do that. And uh, on top of that, I think there's some cool areas other than Kensington Market. Um, there is, there's the Trinity Bellwoods area, uh, which I really like. It's kind of a more, uh, trying to think how to word this, richy, rich kind of area. There's the posh residential. I don't want to call it posh. It's kind of, it's very young but rich. But like people, it's almost hipster rich. I, I can't describe. I don't describe it. But it's a cool area. Like it's one of those things where you go to like the convenience store there, and it's like a 24 hour convenience area, convenience store, and they have like a sit down, like cafe area. For, and it's like the cleanest. It's also the cleanest convenience store. Like it's it's like a little grocery store. I was like blown. I'm like I was blown away. I'm like this is this is where I want to be. Like this, this is, is where I want to live. This is this is what it means to be rich. Yeah, check out that area. There's nice parks in the area too. You'll just if you just kind of like if you're like me and sometimes you just want to feel a little bit rich, just go there. Check out like the Drake store or something. Not affiliated with the artist, by the way. I I, I remember when I was there once. I bought like. It's like a little neon cactus. I think I spent like a hundred bucks on it, but I don't regret it. I use it pretty much every day. I've seen it. At, at like I, I wouldn't say I spent a hundred dollars <laughs> on it, but I was, yeah, it's pretty cool. I yeah. thought it was pretty solid. But yeah, so so I think those those areas are good. Check out music for sure, though. I think U of T, not U of T. I think Toronto in general has an awesome music scene. If if you're if you're willing to look for it. Uh, so a few things I want to recommend. To be fair, I didn't bring these up. It was uh, our good friend Jake. Uh, one of them is Louis Blanche. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So for that sure. happens sometime in September. I, I can't remember. Look it up. It's like third week of, it's sometime in September. It's over the weekend. I believe it's over Saturday actually. Yeah. It's just cool stuff happening around Toronto at night. And 
it, like you'll see everything from different art exhibits to paint like everything. Just weird stuff. Just weird. You stuff. also see like the most amount of drunk people on the street possible. Yeah, it's maximum drunk people. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's just like you want to see some weird art. It's a cool place. Um, I don't want to recommend anything that I shouldn't be on a U of T <laughs> store, but I, there are a lot of drunk people on the street. That's all I'm gonna say. Just uh, yeah. That's a good way. Uh, there's TIFF. TIFF, yes. Now, yes. the thing about TIFF is that I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, the tickets aren't cheap. <laughs> They're <laughs> as not. As you can imagine. But you get to see celebrities just. Yeah. Like, you, like, and it's not like, I thought like TIFF, but I'm like, yeah, whatever, Toronto International Film Post, whatever. Yeah. No, it's actually a pretty big deal. Like, you have like. It is. Multiple, like, I mean, like, yeah. at least half a dozen, if not more, AAA, like, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, uh, Emma Watson, like you know, you know, ridiculously top-notch people just yeah. showing up, and I'm like, wow, I'm actually pretty impressed. You know, ignoring the stars too. The films are occasionally very good too. Occasionally. Yeah, so maybe check it out. Other than just to see Leonardo DiCaprio in person, the I mean, movies he might be starring in sometimes just, are, are good. Sometimes, <laughs> if, I mean, to be fair, like he hasn't made a movie, so he won't show up no, I think, this year. Yeah. Well, I think in general he's a good actor. Anyway, it's like that's another a, movie that's coming up. Not, I don't know. Uh, Okay, so have you ever watched Stranger Things? Yeah, I watched the whole series actually with my girlfriend. So if you guys haven't watched Stranger Things, watch it. Totally not related to Toronto. Totally not related to Toronto, except you know that the main kid in it, the guy who looks for his friend? Yeah. He's a Toronto native. Really? So he was actually, when the Switch came out, he was in line at the EV Games at Young and Dundas. Re- really? Yeah. He was That's there. so cool. Which is, which is, yeah, I thought, which is hilarious. I thought it was, I thought it was pretty cool. It must be kind of weird though, like seeing this 10 year old being like starstruck or whatever. I think they're like 12. I mean, I guess like the thing is that he clearly wasn't a complete, like, you know, he isn't like super starstruck because he's, he's standing in line to wait for his like a console. Pre- yeah, like, you know, pretty it's pretty cool. like normal. Yeah, pretty no, normal I'm sure he's, I mean, I'm sure most like, celebrities are generally normal people. It's just yeah, like, yeah. they're just, People don't want to be harassed with this street, right? Well, yeah. It's, you might see Drake around. <laughs> you know, actually, there's there's a good amount of filming that sometimes happens here. I think... Uh, Suits is filmed here. Yeah, Suits is. Uh, yeah. There's a show called uh, Nirvana the Band, the show, that's that's filmed around here. It's kind it? of a, It's kind of a funny comedy show. I don't know. Check it out if you really want. It's not yeah. mind-blowing, but it's pretty good. Uh, I think part of one of the Dark Knight movies was recorded here, right? Or if not that, then... Um, Hulk was 100%. Hulk, yeah. American Psycho also, actually. How was ironic. Filmed. <laughs> Why is it ironic? Because it's called American Psycho. Oh, yeah, American I guess so. Canadian Psycho. Yeah. Uh, um, I think somebody's knocking on the door. Yeah, so we're going to we're gonna break for a second. Oh. Okay. All right, we're back. We're back. We're back. Um, all right, so that was things you recommend doing in Toronto. Yeah. Right, well, I think both of us said just get out. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention one place, actually. Uh, Second City. There aren't too many places in Canada, at, like especially from Mississauga or Hamilton. I'm from Hamilton, or like that you will find good comedy clubs. Yeah. Uh, Second City, it's I believe it's American, but like they obviously have a branch here. Yeah. It's uh, down Spadina on Fifty One Mercer Road, so it's like the Lightbox area. Uh, it's for students, for UFT students. I think it's like twenty five, thirty bucks. Yeah. It's completely so worth it, and I don't say this. It's probably top-notch first date material. I, ha- I can assure you, nobody, whoever you take on a date, has probably, 90, I'd say with a 95% confidence that they've probably not gone there. It's yeah, that's that's true. I haven't, like, I always see them advertising, actually, on the subway. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have, too. I've yeah. seen it, but you just, you know, you never, you never, like, when you see a subway advertisement, you never know, like, does that make it better or worse? <laughs> Makes it infinitely worse. The thing is, I've been there three times. 
Yeah, so no, I've never been disappointed. Like, I yeah. just don't know. Like, I, I, obviously, some skits are way better than others. Of course, it happens. But like, I've, like I've never not laughed. Yeah, like, you know, there's always at least one moment where I'm in tears. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> in tears. In tears. Yeah. Right, no, well, that's that's the best recommendation I guess you can get. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Uh, so, that's yeah, all right. That's things we recommend. So, last thing is, what do you think UFT does best? Or what does it do worse? I guess this is kind of cheating with what it does best is. Uh, I think being being in Toronto, and I'm gonna put say that's best and worst, and I'm gonna explain myself. I, I think it's obvious why it's best. Like you, Toronto is, I guess top three, if not even higher. Uh, you know, cities cities in Canada next to I guess Montreal and Vancouver. There's there's really no other it's big. It's like cities. literally one of the best cities to live in the world. Period. It's a great it's a great city. There's awesome things happening around here. That's why I think in many ways it's the best. Why it's the worst? You know, if you go to a school like. Uh, I guess I'll say Waterloo. You know, some, something in a in a town. McMaster. Something. Yeah. Something. Something in a almost. I guess a town like school. S- school. Schools that are in like oh, I guess almost like a university town because that's the major thing that town has. That's Waterloo for sure. Waterloo. Yeah, it is Waterloo. I think you get a different culture there. I think one thing that kind of is missing in U of T, at least in certain niches, specifically computer science. I can't speak for all departments. There's not. There's not a. There's not a U of T culture. There's very little U of T pride in a way. I mean, people like to kind of like shit on Ryerson, but I don't know if I consider that U of T pride. Uh, and I think that's kind of missing because, you, you know, you don't you don't live a lot of your campus life. If you're the type of person that goes out, you don't live your life associated with U of T. You live it as a Toronto resident. But if you're, you know, a Waterloo uh, University student, I think a lot of your university life kind of is associated with the university because it's, it's a university town, right? There's a lot of bars meant for university students. Here there are some bars for university students, but there's also just bars and... I think by the time you're 21, 22, you'll start just kind of going to bars more so than university bars. So I think, yeah, I think that kind of is why it's the, the like the best and the worst points of U of T. I don't know if yeah, you have any thoughts. I think that's solid. Like, uh, you bring a point like U of T, like the culture is definitely kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, Cause there isn't like, you know, there isn't, you, you don't really, like uh, the only U of T pride we have is like, yeah, we're ranked 18th in the world. You know, yeah. Buzz off. Which is, uh, which is almost not that much to be proud of. I mean, it's like, it's, it's something. No, it's a good, it's an awesome But like, school. obviously, it, uh, it definitely does bring up the point, like, well, well, you know, what do you do when you identify as a student? Yeah. There isn't... I think there's very, that's a good point. I think there's very little student culture. Yeah, at you, least, you have at a Toronto least, culture. Yeah, for you sure. definitely have a Toronto culture. Um, even Ryerson. Ryerson, yeah, I think... Like, okay, like, you know, like, you can, we can talk about Ryerson, whatever you want, but at least, like... Ryerson has like Ryerson culture. They do, which they is, do. Which is pretty odd because they're even more downtown than we are. It is. I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know why it is actually specifically. I think it's because the type, I mean, like, I think part of it's because, I don't know, again, I don't like shit on Ryerson, but like, I think their students are less academically inclined than necessarily we are. Well, and in that sense, that we do less things that are, I guess maybe. You know, like, yeah. just I'll think of it this way. When we had our Frosh, the UTSU Frosh event two yeah. years ago, who did we have? Sean Mendes. I don't know who that was until the Frosh event. Yeah. Guess who? They had, they had Drake, had. They I had believe, Drake. Right? Yeah. They had Future. They, like, you are you going to beat that combo? And this was during Meek Mill. Yeah. Right? This is like, t- t- like hi- the entire world yeah. was looking at Toronto. And Ryerson came in the forefront. Not us. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the hell we do for like for this isn't CSS. This isn't CSS. Like, frosh. Is, this so, is like the, our main Frosh. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, like it's like like and yeah you're, you're absolutely like, like what do we do really do for frosh it's like not much but in that sense it's like 
Well, how much did Ryerson pay Drake? Five hundred thousand dollars for four minutes. Honestly, like <laughs> really for four minutes. Five hundred. He sang two songs. One of them was his diss track that everybody had already heard, and yeah. like, well, like I mean, which is fine. The second one was I don't know what. Like, okay, well, like I, honestly, I think more people would prefer that. That five hundred thousand dollars. I mean, how much did they pay our guy? Probably if he was lucky, fifty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Sean Mendes. Come on. I dude. think he, I think he had like one big song in like the late nineties or something. I don't know. No, Sean Mendes is a recent. <laughs> what? Yeah, Sean Mendes is like at least. I think he might be a bit older than us, but he's like 2010, like to, not, a bit more. Okay, I don't, like, I, well, I don't like, know. You don't even know who he is. Yeah, this I is what know. I'm like. This is what I mean. You know, if you if you know who he is, please uh, mail in and <laughs> mail let in. us know because I'd be shocked if how many of you actually knew who that was. <laughs> well, no, that's what I mean. So in that in that sense, we don't really have culture now, but I think that also brings up to like a strong point. Yeah. Uh, the strong point of U of T is that. You may not see it now, but at least from what I've seen is when you tell people you're from UFD, especially when you're getting hired, it does more or less arouse a certain type of interest yeah. in you. And I can tell you this, like I'm the, I haven't even looked at, like I'm starting to look at for jobs now because I'm going to my final year, but yeah. like I'm not worried. I'm 0% worries at 0%. Yeah. Obviously it should be higher than that. I'm not saying there's a hundred percent chance of going to get sure. hired, right? Like I'm like, I know every, everyone can get hired by it's Uber. It's a good name. I know it is a really good name. But it's definitely a strong name. You're going internationally. It's a, there's a strong focus towards yeah. it. You are more or less paying, and suffering. Like you know, UFD is a tough school. Nobody's gonna lie. Nobody's gonna like. Every, you come to UFD, yeah. every you know, we call the University of Tears. Everybody complains on Reddit. You know, it's this not you know fun. Yeah, we, we we know this, but we know why we're doing this because you know you go around, ask around alumni people who's like, well, how how successful are you currently speaking? A lot of them will. Say pretty good things, yeah. Say pretty good it's, things. It's an internationally known school. Yeah. That, that's a big thing. And it's well-rounded. Do you ever do you ever get asked on interviews if you say, I went to YouTube? Do they ever ask which campus? Yes. I, I went, I specifically, when I, I worked at RBC for a year, and uh, when they, they were, they're, they're asking, like, where, where, did you go to UF, you, you know, where, you, which university are you going to? Yeah. Uh, even though it's on my resume. So I'm going, I'm going to University of Toronto, I'm studying at Rotman. Uh, and for some reason, and. They, they were saying they're like Rotman so it means you go to the St. George one yeah I'm like yeah and the thing is yeah, they, 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 people really care about that and like I don't I actually don't think the undergrad is really any different at UFT like I mean in terms of your courses I think they're actually pretty much just as good they are any campus I know I know the admission averages are different the admission but admission averages don't mean shit the first day you get here like it honestly doesn't matter you're gonna see your, you're gonna see your grades fluctuate if you're a 90 student you might be a 70 student when you come here yeah it's just good luck but you may be lower you may I be think 60. The course structures are the same, but they're kind of marked differently. I found mistaken because, at least from a few courses that I've taken, when you ask them about UTM, they said that U- UTM is more just do it, whereas UFT is like, why are you doing this? Fair, fair. And there, there had there is a difference between like schools. I mean, I mean obviously there has to be. I mean, they're, they're, they are essentially almost different. And I'm not saying that ways. you know you go to UTM, UTSC that you know you're not. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's very. It's that's too broad of a subject. At the end of the day, that's, the degrees the degrees look the same. That's what I'm saying though. Like I think I I don't know. I I feel like job places sometimes care too much. That's my thoughts. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, at the at the end of the day as well though. Like I think as much as going to university matters, uh, it matters about who you are as well. Right? Yeah. If you're a giant prick, it's not gonna work out for you. Oh, for sure. I I mean. Yeah, I mean, if you're like an awesome person, like you don't have to, like if you didn't go to university, people are like, yeah, join my company. You know, especially if you're a programmer. I mean. Lots of places care about jobs. I mean, not jobs, uh, school. But for I think for any compared to any other field, 
it's probably the best field where it's the least academically inclined. You can go 100%. to you know you can go to Google without a university degree. You can go in with one. They're both good. They both yeah. have their obviously benefits. It's with that being said, I think it's lots of like specific. I was talking about broad terms, but in terms of specific computer specifically computer science. Yeah. Right. It's either UFT Waterloo. Yeah. Preferably, right. maybe you want to put your you want to hedge your bets. You probably want to go to Waterloo for co-op. Not on the regular. Co- yeah, that's, that's like what I think too. The Waterloo not co-op. You want to do Waterloo co-op. And saying that, you know, U of T is very good. We're not trying to put down U of T to any... Uh, yeah, yeah, we're not trying to put down U of T, but like, you know, like... But yeah, like, you, you, know, can't, but you can't argue with No, numbers. Waterloo co-op is, you know, at least... It might be the best undergraduate program for computer science in, yeah. in, the, in the country. In the country. For undergrad. Undergrad, for sure. For grad, CS. For terms of research, yeah, we obviously, like, I don't think it's a comparison, uh, but yeah. nonetheless, like, you know, you want to go to either one or two places, which is... Either UFT or you want to go to like uh, Waterloo. I think, I think somewhere on the cycle is Queens, but somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, specifically by uh, computer science, I think it just ends there. Yeah. Uh, the worst. I I was gonna bring this up, but I just like just hit me right now. Is, uh, we don't have co-op. UTM and UTS. I think I don't know if UTM actually. I don't think UTM has. Yeah, we, UTSC has co-op. Well, we have PUI. PY is the same. Like okay, it's not. Had, it's, it's very had, opt-in. It's very like less. It's less hands-off. We've I had think. personal friends who didn't get hired because they didn't. They, their employer said we don't want to take kids who aren't co-op. That happened to me. I, that you know what though? That actually because of the the PY system, I actually when I was kind of looking for jobs in the in the winter, like in January, people would ask, you know, uh, are you PY or not? Because I think they get like tax breaks or something. They get like tax that. breaks if you're if you're co-op. Yeah, which kind of sucks. But you get that with PEY. PEY. No, you don't. Well, I don't. I don't know. I just know. I know some companies though. They were asking me if they're PEY or not. I don't. I don't know why. Maybe. Maybe there are different. I, I kinds think of they do PEY because they have to. They have to inform because UFT takes a pay of cut of your pay. Oh yeah. Which is that I might think be they take a thousand dollars. Which yeah. is like I mean all things considered, that isn't too bad. But um, with that being said, I, I I'm sure there's a reason, but I know it's only co-op students that get tax breaks. I feel like yeah, that's no, that, students, that's, sorry, the companies get that's tax right, breaks that's right, that's co-op right. students. Yeah. Which is, like, why don't we have that? Why does UTSC have that? Like, I, specifically speaking, yeah, why I do think, you have one I, campus? I think it? that's definitely something missing out. And I think that's probably, like, if I don't think, you know, CS changes too much between school to school, but with that being said, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason Waterloo has a big edge on us. For sure. When you, when for you have, sure. like, a kid who's already done a co-op there, why wouldn't you just hire him? It makes my life easier. And getting back to something I talked about, actually, another thing I actually do think Waterloo has an edge on us is obviously... You know, grades aren't easy there. It's a hard school, but for first years here, having to get you have to get like something like eighty something average. Fun fact: I I have over a three right now, right? Which is good. I'm not I'm not trying to humble brag. I'm saying that's a, that's a good average. If I was in first year, given my first year marks, I would have not gotten to the post. Oh yeah, that's I think that's a huge issue. Not a huge issue. I mean, it's definitely an unfortunate side effect. I think there's a lot of people coming to CS here. Um, so they have to, they have to have some sort of cutoff, but I just want to mention this. If you're, if you're a first year student and you're stressing out and you see that you're not, you're not getting those marks and, and you don't get into the post, I don't think it means you're not cut out to be a programmer. Like I, I, I you know, I, I've gotten a job offer for my company. Uh, I have a good GPA yet. If I had to go back with the current cutoff, I wouldn't have gotten. So, you know, don't, don't let that beat yourself up too much. They kept the, they kept increasing the cutoff every year just to just to mention that. Yeah, like I, when what was it when you were in first year? Sixty seven percent, and I, I was the first year to do the cutoff, and the cutoff was sixty seven. So it's fifteen percent increase in three four years, yeah. five years. So yeah. that's like three percent a year. Yeah, something like. Yeah, like it's like that's you know that's quite significant. I don't know like 
Yeah. It is what it is, but I it's just it yeah, does just, it does bring up a problem. Yeah, I just do want to mention that because I think I I know you know knowing some first years last year people stress stress out off over that, and I just I, I don't 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 let that make yourself your self worth if if you get into the post or not because there's just there's so much more just to pretty life. Pretty low self worth. <laughs> no, because I I don't know if I if I came here going back I would have felt like crap. If oh, hundred percent. But. I just think I think a lot of people would think that that means they're not cut out for 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 being a software engineer, or being a programmer, even being yeah. a computer science. And it doesn't mean that. It's just it's an unfortunate side effect of how many students come here now. And uh, you know, don't don't let yourself get beat up by that. All right, so we're done. Cool. So now we have a uh, we actually have a handful of ending questions, but then we have questions from listeners. Okay. So the ending question is. For this episode, it's actually uh, best places to eat around campus, which is ironic because we Oof. already answered that at the beginning. We did. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think there's, there's that many mind-blowing places around campus. I might be mistaken. I can't name any of the top of my places. But there's a couple of good breakfast places in the Kensington Market. Check that out. There's there's Moo, Moo Frites, I think it's called, Austin Fry Place in Kensington Market. Uh, for Quick Eats, the Sag, I recommend. It's, you know, you'll get... Not cheap food, but kind of takeouty food without feeling like crap that you're eating all this greasy food. It's not that greasy, and it's pretty good. Osmos, because, you know, I'm a Mississauga native, so I got to shout out Osmos. You know, you kind of just grow up to love it if you're around Streetsville and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. What about you? I want to, okay, I want to say, so specifically, if you're on north end of campus, like Innis, uh, you're yeah. in bad luck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, but... Because if anything, you have to walk down like uh, Bloor Street for a bit into like Korea Town before you there's, get good stuff. Yeah, there's and not that many there. places around. Like once you get to the annex, then yeah, every, everything yeah. gets awesome. Everything gets awesome. But like right at Bloor and uh, and St. George, it's garbage. There's, there's, yeah, there's not a subway. Much. Yeah, it's a subway. Which I mean, don't get me wrong. You'll actually end up loving subway. Like trust me, if you didn't like subway before, well, don't, get used don't to it. you know don't don't love it too much because uh, I had to say the freshman fifteen. It's not just a joke. It's uh, it's a real thing. In fact, in fact, I don't know if the freshman 15 might be an understatement, to be honest. For freshman first year. 30. Might be close to the freshman 30, I have to say that. Um, other places I'd recommend eating is going down Spadina is like 100, maybe 1,000 Chinese. Okay, not 1,000. Lots of Chinese places. Yeah. Lots of sushi places. Uh, if you don't like fish, if you don't like sushi, I don't know what to say to you. But uh, there's a lot of places, honestly, give them a try. I think a lot of them, I've never really been like too disappointed. Uh, stay away from Canton Chili unless you're on a tight budget. Canton whoa, Chili whoa. I, I'm gonna defend is it a here. trap. You will have stomach problems in the morning. I will say. I Tell me you didn't have I don't, Canton I don't, Chili don't, stomach problems. I don't think I did. I might be forgetting. <laughs> you might have forgotten. Okay, I don't know. It's a 50 50, I guess. You blacked out. I will say it's the best place to eat if it's 3 a.m. And you need food. Yeah, okay. If it's three hours, it's the best place to eat because McDonald's, Uber Eats does McDonald's now. So I, this I, is debatable. I would feel bad. I would feel bad getting McDonald's from Uber Eats. It just feels wrong. Like Uber Eats to me, like it's like, do I want fast food or do I want Uber Eats? It's not, do I want to Uber Eats my fast food? I don't ever <laughs> want to pay delivery for McDonald's. That just feels unethical to me. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So go down to Bananas. There's a lot of places. In Kansas City Market, there's one place I want to give a shout out to is Burgernator. Oh, yeah. That place is pretty good. Dope burgers. Yeah. Like, you know, there aren't too many burger places. It's a little pricey, though. It is a little pricey. I but mean, it is you good, know, yeah. But it's definitely good. If Maybe if you're from America, maybe you want to, like, impress you. Because, honestly, I've been to a burger place in America. It's not even comparable. Yeah. It's on a different level. But if you're from, again, if you're from Mississauga, Hamilton, from the round Scarborough area, chances are Burgernator will blow your socks off. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. There's not too many good restaurants in, like, Mississauga and stuff. I mean, they are good restaurants. It's just aren't good burger places. Like, where do you find good burgers around Canada? 
I don't, that's a good question. Like, there we go. Yeah. There's just like, okay, there's Burger Priest. There's a handful. I, I, close to campus, though, there's a Since we're talking about the subject, and I guarantee it's not a user question, but it should be. Uh, blue truck or, 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 or red truck or brown truck, whatever you want Dude, to call it. Dude, it's brown truck. It's not, okay, if you're, if you're in Bayon and you want a food and you know it's like 6 p.m. and you go out and you see blue truck, walk, keep walking past it and you have to go to brown truck. There are some days I'm feeling really lazy. It's not but worth it. It is. It, it's actually. I think. I think. Whatever. Red or brown truck. Like it's called brown truck. It is actually cheaper. You get more food and it's it's better. It's. it's I have to say though, the, I don't like their burgers as much as blue okay, truck. Okay, no, the burgers aren't that good. Um, if you want a burger, if you want a cheap burger and you don't feel like walking more than ten seconds, which is me half the time, go to blue truck. But there, but everything else, brown truck is. Uh, if you're coming near the UST, you have to try brown truck poutine. No, not only do you have to. If you're new to UFT, you have to within the first two months. Form a strong opinion about this and argue about it for the rest of your four years. It's because it's what you do. Like it's you have to. It's, it's almost. I almost feel like it's like a joke. Like it's almost like a joke that no one really finds funny. It's like you know how like they say everyone in Toronto always always talks about the weather. And it's like it's not even a funny joke. It's but it's like it's true. <laughs> it's it's a sad truth. Yeah. All right. So Burgernator, the fat bastard. I give a shout out to that as well. Do you want uh, deep fried Mars bar? It's deep. the only place to go around campus. Really. How many places do you think that's do deep fried Mars bar on campus? Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So those were the questions. So the first question. All right. The listener. Now, the thing is that you can... So uh, future notice. If you want to ask questions to either us or the hosts, uh, the, host, the guests, yeah. you can either comment on the post that we make about the upcoming guest or you can message the CSSU. This person messaged me specifically, okay. which means that they clearly want, didn't want to be No, it's super anonymous. Okay. And after I read the question, I'm like, ooh. All right. So this is a question. The CSSU has had, in previous years, an image of a click. Yeah. How do you feel this will change in this upcoming year? Okay. Well, now, I think, I think, so the CSSU has an image of a click. I don't think, I think it was definitely true to a certain extent. I think no, I think it was true. I'll 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 give this. And person. for full disclosure, I would say both me and Chris were more or less part of this clique. Not, yeah, maybe that, not. But we I, weren't the I, core of it. We were we were in it. No, we were we were in it. Especially me, I think actually. I, I was there before Hater, so I, I I can be honest. It was it was a clique. I, I don't. It wasn't anyone's intention. Like we never we never meant for it to be a kind of like a just just a, a group of people. I mean, I think I think I think it came by accident. I just think the way kind of some of us acted detracted for new people but attracted attracted our, our friend group and that that was an unfortunate reality i will say this though uh I w- i've been around i was around when arsene started coming around specifically for the election he was never in the clay he, he's he's a, he's a new face and i have to say being around here even right now we're actually recording this podcast in in the cssu room which is not something we're going to do every week just looking around it you can already see so many improvements with how with how the room is but the events are running Everyone, I've seen a lot of new, fresh faces in, in CSSU. We're pushing things like Frosh and more events. Uh, we're kind of we're contacting more, uh, I think, clubs and groups. Yeah. Um, I, I think one thing CSSU kind of had an issue was with was a was a woman problem, I guess, in that we didn't we didn't have a lot of women. I think it was a very uh, male oriented student union, unfortunately. And I think Arsene is really trying to push to to improve that, which I think is a really good thing. Uh, yeah, he's just been. I, I just think it's been a net improvement. I think it will be a lot better. Um, like I like I don't want to defend the click in any sense, but like I just want to keep in mind that if I was able to walk in, yeah, and make really good friends, 
Yeah. You know, like I just I wasn't like nobody knew my name at all. Zero. I wasn't a computer science student. I never walked in the bay. I yeah. didn't even know what the CCC was. One of my friends, Jake, walked me in. We hit off. It wasn't that. I, I guess my thing is that they weren't trying to be a clique. Yeah, we weren't. I, right. I, I, it was just that if you came in and joined, it, but the thing was, you definitely had to make an active approach versus a I'm sitting around. Like, not sitting around, but like, you know, it, it wasn't the most welcoming. Like, if you walk in at I mean. certain times, I gotta say, the conversation sometimes. It would be, it'd be a little obnoxious, I have to say. I agree. Obnoxious is like an understatement. It was definitely <laughs> a bit more. There's there times I'm just like, why am I in this room? Like, why am I here? And you, you almost feel like you feel stupid for being there. Yeah, just like, you, I don't want to be. I don't want to be like, yeah, these conversations are so stupid. Yeah, no, I, I definitely see where I guess a lot of people get that pressure from. But with that being said, I didn't know who Arsene was until the election. Yeah. Right, and um, full disclosure, I actually didn't. I didn't know Arsene. I'm like, I don't really want this guy to win. I don't know who he is. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know who. He, I didn't know who he was until right? the election started. And you know, election came around. He was able to more. Like, he was able to gather a lot of people, man. Like, yeah. The election a results. Lot of, a lot, were, a lot of new people too. Yeah, the election results were more or less pretty one sided. I have to say, shout out though. I think I, I might be wrong. I do think more people voted this this election than previous elections. I, I'm 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 talking a little bit on my ass, but I think that might be true. Uh, that I, I think that's real. We have to double check. Yeah, I may you know maybe maybe not true. Nonetheless, I have to say it was still pretty impressive. Yeah. Like you know, I, keep in mind, Arsene was giving out donuts from uh, Krispy Kreme. Oh yeah, you have, to, you have to travel for that. You know, you have to travel for that. This shows a man who's putting in effort. You know. Yeah. Uh, if I'm mistaken, the previous president was also rooting for him. As a matter of fact, I think he got him into it. But then really? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the previous well, president was Hanchen. Shout out to Hanchen then for doing that. Hanchen. For bringing Arsene in. But uh, for no, but like you know, since Arsene, he's the whole place has changed. It's much more cleaner, I guess. At first, I was kind of hostile towards the change. Yeah. Because I, I just joined. I'm like, no, I enjoy this. But it was like, no. As a, like, looking back, respectively, like, we're starting this podcast. There's so many more things happening. Like, yeah. we've had, like, a hackathon. Like, it's, like, you know, school hasn't been started. It's, yeah. just, it's just a lot of things happening. So I do think 100% that it also have to give credit to uh, a lot of the guys who graduated. A lot of the guys who were a part of the clique graduated. Yeah. They all moved on. Yeah. And going going back to this, like I said, like, I don't, I don't think the clique if we're going to call it that meant ill will i don't think we, we never meant to, to not bring in new people we just uh, one thing i do think rc is doing such a better job at than, than we were last year is taking an active approach of, of bringing in 100%. people and not only that i think the type of people rc is bringing in is much more eclectic and like the one thing the click was is it's if it's a friend group so if you don't if you don't kind of mesh well with that friend group oh like you basically couldn't hang around the cssu which obviously can be a shame but for, for with Arsene, I think there's just so many different kinds of people. I think that's just, there's, that's much less likely to happen now. I think. 100%. It's like, like yeah, it's it's tough to, I mean, if you're a first year coming, you probably know no idea what you're talking about. But if you're like a second, third, well, fourth year student, fifth yeah. year student yeah. coming, like, and you previously weren't too happy about the way the CSCC was maybe run or like the click I'd say give it a, sh- a shot because yeah, even over the summer like I've been part of the C- like on I, summer school I've been very year, impressed yeah. there's, there's a lot of different people coming in like you know like the people at the desk people running the shop uh, shout out to Daniel he's been doing that for pretty much the yeah, entire yeah I think I've summer. seen him around actually yeah he's, like you faced completely out of the blue right came in started helped us a lot you know and it's just it's good to see these new faces in yeah. So also another shout out. We have already had a hackathon in the summer, which that that was just that was shocking to me in a good yeah. way. I was so impressed by that. So you know, shout outs to RC, shout outs to to Hater, I guess. 
I, uh, shout out to Alan. Alan put that together. Shout out to Alan. Oh, Alan, yeah, Alan's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, it's unfortunate, but Alan graduated. But he hosted. But I mean, he hosted this uh, time. Yeah, he hosted it. Shout he, out to he, him, he graduated. He was. He was always very. Summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he was always pretty like passionate about that. He always ran so many hackathons. Yeah. You know, shout out, shout out to Alan if you if you know who that is. You know, yeah. if you went to a hackathon for that was you know CS oriented is probably he was behind it. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's do a handful of more questions. Sure. None of these are small questions. So okay. First two questions are from uh, Nick. Nick Go. Okay. So. So, so as new. As current members of the new administration of the CSSU, I've changed this. I've taken liberation with this question. Fair. Uh, as new students of the CSSU, how would you comment on the financial responsibilities of the previous CSSU administration versus now? I feel that, okay, well, you, can, you can see this right off the bat. Last year, we had, um, what's, what's our payment system called? Stra- Square. Square. We had Square last year, but we didn't have proper housekeeping. So... Um, if someone, if someone walked in and there's no one around, they stole a chocolate bar. We, we didn't really have an inventory system. Just, you know, just, just a simple, simple example. RC now has put into, put into square an inventory system. So we can actually keep track of how much stock we have. So if we need to buy more stock, um, what stock has been bought and verifying that it's actually been paid, uh, that alone, I mean, I, I, I haven't been enough here to see what else, what other good things he's been doing, but that alone has just impressed me. Like, you know, I, I can say like the... Um, professional, like the professionality of handling our fin- our finances, has just skyrocketed this year. Thanks to your new treasurer. Thanks to our new treasurer. Uh, uh, I have to say, obviously, like this year, we had pretty like weird financial yeah. impression from last year. Uh, with that being said, when we got handed over, we, we were left with like a thousand dollars in cash. They, I don't think. So yeah, I don't think anyone did a bad job. I, I I think. I mean, it was definitely a messy job. I would yeah, say it was that. just. It's just. Yeah, like I I. I it just wasn't very professional. Yeah, like we didn't, like we now, keep now, track of stuff. yeah, now, now we, we keep track of stuff much better. I yeah. Think. So, it, it, yeah, and that's, I don't say that they did a bad job, but it was like, I think it could, it, there was a lot of room for improvement, which I guess it's, it's happened. Yeah. Uh, so, second question is who loves beer more, Rotman or CS? I think Rotman. The thing with beer is that I can't comment on Fair. beer because I don't like. I, I, if I had to guess, I'd say Rotman. But if the question was who likes to drink more, it's CS. It's, really? You know, CS. Rotman students, like, it's not that they don't drink, they obviously drink. But it's just that, like, like I've never seen people day drink, except for CS students. Yeah. Like, like you know, like, you don't see a Rotman student day drink. You won't see it. it well, that's because Rotman people have a little bit of class, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess that's a thing, you know, you're showing up to class, the class of 50 people, you know. You no, no, I'm saying, I'm, I no, mean. I'm, I, I know, classy, into the class of yeah, people, yeah. right? But, like, you have an impression to give off. Yeah. Right? But that impression, you know, you, you don't want to be day drunk, you know? Maybe, I, I, maybe yeah, a don't. bit high, but not, I'm not, and, you know, you see it, the TCS is not solicit for weed. But I'm just saying, you know, yeah. in Toronto, it's going to happen. But nonetheless, <laughs> that uh, it's. I like I like it when you when you start saying something, and you're like. Crap! I have to. I have to suddenly backtrack down. It's not backtrack, but I. You know, yeah, you have to mention it. But nonetheless, these are our personal opinions. Personal opinions. You know, like whatever. Maybe. Well, I. I mean, I think if you if you you know don't don't yeah don't day drink and try not to smoke weed when you have responsibilities. Like please don't. Use your head basically. Yeah. And don't like on top of that, definitely don't day drink. I think it's kind of trashy. No, no. If you start day drinking, you're uh, you're a little too CS. You know. You 
gonna ruin your life. I don't know how to say that. Yeah. Um, so next two questions come from Eugene. So, insights to uh, computer science in general. Insights into computer science. Is yeah, that the but question? I think he's talking about let's say like a, like the UFD department of computer science. Is that a question? That's a question. So and I, but I, the question was generally speaking, it was like how insights as a non-CS student. But like, yeah. you know, again, I took liberation with these que- uh, with these questions, not the first question, but with these questions I did. Insights so I think one insight I want to give is that you learn this in Rockman especially, okay. especially is that uh, you you more or less have to take a certain amount of care on how you look. Oh, for sure. And what I mean by this, I mean, I'm not talking you have to get a mani patty and like a haircut, like, yeah. you know, once a week, you know, your clothes are all iron, freaking dress shirts every day. But you know what? You honestly should be showering once every two days. For at sure. At the bare minimum. Uh, like, make sure your shirts are clean. You know, just basic. I think people uh, miss, like, underestimate the power of just looking look appealing. For sure. You know what? You sure. just, like... Just take care of yourself a little bit. I think that's the biggest insight I can give you as a non-CS student. I'm not saying, like, you know, you can search pictures of me. I'm, I'm sure the ones some of them are horribly dressed. I'm looking like shit. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm dressing, like, perfectly. But, like, more or less, I can assure you that I can look worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you that much. I can look worse. But, like, put a little bit of effort. You know, don't wear the same giant hoodie every single day. You know, wear clothes that fit. Just general, like, like advice. Like, you might want to take care of how you look. I'd say you definitely feel better. Yeah. At the least. For, no, I agree. I agree. I think some inv- I, I, like uh, insight I would like to give is make yourself a route like a well-rounded person. I mean, when you graduate and you go to these interviews, every other person has good grades or even if you don't, every other person has some level of, of okay grades at least. Um, everyone else, you know, what, what makes you a different person? A lot of these companies actually care about company culture. They care about who you are as a person, sometimes even more so than grades. Make yourself a person that that's interesting. Make yourself a person that a company would want to hire. And that's not always about academics. It is often about academics, but you know, there's more to life than just what you can do a paper. Right. Yeah. So the last question, I guess it's also directed at me. Wait, did you give an insight to being, yeah, you did be well, well rounded. Sorry. The last question, but it's definitely like targeted at me. Was, sure. Uh, why did you become treasurer? That's a good question. Why did you become treasurer? It's uh, honestly, it's a very simple answer. because uh, nobody else wanted to do the job. Yeah, I think we actually like. I think we kind of said like, you got to do a hater. We need someone. It was. It was. Yeah, I it think was literally, the... you 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 ran un, 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 uncontested. Un, no one ever wants to be treasurer. Every year, every year I see that. And like, there's like, two or three people for VP, two or three people for president, maybe one person for treasurer. Yeah, I know. It was. Uh, they're like, hater. We need a treasurer. Rotman, uh, county, get in, get on there. I'm like, all right, signed up. I like, okay, like obviously, if I didn't care about the CSSU, I wouldn't have done it. Like, why would yeah. I want something else in my problem? Thing was that I kind of really enjoyed being part of the CSSU. Yeah. Uh, and so in that case, I like I don't know if you have an attachment, but like more or less, I'm like, yeah. What What's the worst that could happen? I'm more or less, you know, treasure. Surprisingly, the believe it or not, the CSSU actually hands a lot of money. I was surprised. <laughs> Yeah. The money that flows in from, especially like from like events like Frosh, like the amount of money DCS pours for us to do these events. If like, again, if we want to do them, but, uh, in that sense that we, there's a lot of money to be managed, but like it's so far, like over the summer, I've had a blast, like, you know, it was, it wasn't too much work, but like at the same time, it's like, why not? Yeah. I'd that, rather like, you know, contribute to the, uh, that's, that's, that's a reasonable answer. I think. Yeah. All right. Thanks for everyone for listening in. Uh, again, 
in uh, September 16th, 17th, that weekend. We'll be releasing our episode, the second episode. Uh, if you have any feedback that you'd like to give either us, me, me or Chris, uh, you can either message CSU, message us directly. Uh, Pre- preferably mention uh, message CSU. Because yeah, preferably, it's, yeah. It's easy for us to miss miss things in our inbox. Yeah. Just, just if you uh, so preferably message CSU. If you haven't already liked the CSU Facebook page, I think we just keep up like uh, updated events. And uh, make sure if you're a first-time listener, make sure you go to Frosh. Yeah. I mean, I, it's too, again, it's too late to sign up, I think. But with that being said, it's like, uh, just uh, if you did sign up, just show up. I know it's like, it's kind of middle, it's uh, it's on the weekend. But uh, No, show, show up. This is like, yeah, this is your first, like your chance to make a first impression yeah. for a lot of people. A chance for you to meet people. Once school starts, it is a little bit harder to, to meet people. 100%. People go to Frosh because they want to meet new people. They want to see new people. Put yourself out there. Yeah. All right. All right. That's about it. Uh, for now. This is goodbye. Yeah.